Um. Hip hip hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Well, not quite, but a friend of his. <laughs> a good friend. <laughs> That's right. Truman is under the weather today. Uh, he, he planned it this way. He's really out making a snowman, I believe. Uh, so we're going to sit in for Truman today. And Dr. Dan Rudd is with us this morning. Dan, thank you for braving the snow. Well, good morning, Bart. It's great to be here with you. And uh, Truman, I'm sure, is, is uh, kicked back and drinking some hot chocolate and, and yeah. resting this morning. But um, you know, we do have some good news. Uh, there is something still open, and that is the jail. The jail is still open. The, the jail is Don't open. Don't want to go there. <laughs> so anybody uh, who uh, has a question or mark about that, we are open and welcoming anyone who needs to be there. <laughs> okay. And so, and I did hear this morning also that the uh, courts are closed. So uh, the um, we're not going to be sending people from the jail to uh, courts today. Their administrative people and everything are off. So... Um, just as a little information, yeah, little information there, but but uh, it's a beautiful day out there. When I came to it into town today, this it was early and there was no snow. The roads were clear, and now they're white. And so people need to be very careful and stay home. And if you do have to go somewhere, go slowly. Yes. And try to find, and it's easy to do here. Flat, flat right. is good. Flat is good. Yeah, and ditches are bad. Now, since you're a doctor, this, this is an important question before we jump into coronavirus. Uh, this is the second snowfall, officially now. I know the first one we were not supposed to make snow cream from. Uh, is this okay? Well, number two for us. Well, it's, it's totally okay. I, I survived doing it a hundred times as a kid, but I still <laughs> like, uh, you know, the um, Bluebell chocolate mint chip yeah. better. And so it's much tastier. Okay, so there you have it. Now, let's jump into the coronavirus. I, I know that's a topic that we all hear a lot about. In fact, uh, as we started to see this Omicron variant coming into the news and, and raising itself once again, and all of these frightening stories that we hear, uh, we wanted to talk with Dr. Rudd about it and, and find the, the rest of the story, so to speak. And we had heard, we'd gotten a text here, how it's uh, really growing in, in huge proportions in other countries. And this is a weaker than normal uh, version of the coronavirus. And somebody had indicated that this may be the thing, since it is weak, to create the herd immunity and goodness wouldn't it be great to see it go away is that possible it is possible it's going to happen um 
let's let's talk a little bit about the Omicron variant and you know and what we know about it. Coronaviruses change in every individual who's infected. We produce variants that are genetically altered. One of the things that happens, and I, I think I mentioned this even when we started a, couple, a year and a half or two years ago, Bart, we talked about coronaviruses and how they tend to become less virulent, less pathogenic as they change. Uh, it's, it's not true mutation, but it's variations. And so variants that emerge tend to be less pathogenic than the original ancestral virus. And that was called the alpha virus. And then, you know, as things change the, and the virus mutates, it either becomes more fit or less fit. Now, what that means is that it spreads easier in the population. It doesn't mean dangerous when it becomes more fit. And what we've got now is a version of the coronavirus that has become more, more fit. It transmits easier. It catches and spreads like, you know, a, a wildfire on dry tender. And, but the good things about it are it, it, it attaches more in the nose and throat. It doesn't cause the attachment in the lung. The mutation allows the virus to get into the cells easier and quicker. It takes less virus to cause an infection. The size of the inoculum is diminished. The virus itself causes less of an immune response. It's like an attenuated original virus. It, it's almost like a, a little gift from God in the way that it it's, uh, creates immunity in a population without causing as severe of illness. And in fact, even looking now, the information that's available, they try to keep the numbers of deaths uh, from being reported because they want everybody to, to still be afraid of this thing. And the deaths are very, very low for Omicron and much lower than for Delta, much lower than for Alpha. And as we see this unfold, you're, you're just as likely to get infected with Omicron as if you had been vaccinated or not vaccinated. The vaccines were directed against the ancestral virus, the alpha and the deltas. Um, the vaccines don't seem to be that protective against Omicron. The monoclonal antibody treatments don't seem to be as good for Omicron as they were for delta and alpha. The uh, actual numbers are in the range of 30% coverage, where with the Delta, it was closer to 90%. Um, the oral agents that are coming out, you know, they've been approved as emergency use, but we're not going to have them anytime soon. Um, they're saying that uh, this month we may have 65 to 100,000 doses. That's not nearly enough for this country. Um, 
the uh, monoclonal antibodies are less effective and and they're harder to get now. We we had a lot of it last month. Uh, we had I had several doses, but we've used those. Um, the people that get Omicron now, it's much more like a cold. And if people just take care of themselves, I'm a believer in taking your zinc, your vitamin D, and your vitamin C. I think that vitamin D levels should be measured. You know, we basically, we've not realized until COVID how significant vitamin D levels are in our immune system, our anti-cancer fighting. Vitamin D is more than just a simple vitamin. It's much more like a hormone. And it's, it's really important in fighting infections. And we, we recognize that now. And I think that's one thing that is, is a very positive thing we've learned through this whole ordeal is that this is something that may be a game changer for just a year in, year out respiratory virus control. Um, we know now that masks are not that important. Masks do not filter viruses. They filter large droplets. And often viruses attach to large droplets. And obviously, you know, you can't cough and spit on people if you're wearing a mask. But there's still a lot of air that moves through that mask. And viruses move through the mask. And the amount of the critical thing that's that's really happening is we want to decrease the size of the inoculum or the number of viruses that get into adjacent people and that determines infection well omicron requires a very small number of viruses to get into another person to cause an infection alpha and delta required a lot more but as we get into Omicron, masks have become almost just a symbol more than they are effective because it takes so few viruses to cause an Omicron infection. The, the numbers are much, much lower. You know, one of the things that I've also believed was important is daily nasal irrigation. You know, viruses have to be attached a certain period of time to the mucosa, to the cells in the respiratory tract in order to get into those cells and cause an infection. We know that that time period varies. And with Omicron, they have to be attached a lot shorter time period than with Alpha and Delta. So nasal irrigation is still helpful. It's not as helpful as it was with Alpha and Delta versions but you know i believe uh, nasal irrigation is a basic health thing it's good it's great for allergy uh helping with allergies it's great for helping with all respiratory viruses how often should we do that once a day okay yeah one. now can you use regular water or is that a wives tale where you're supposed to use distilled water or something well you can use regular water use it you know i, I prefer the distilled water because you can get it for about a dollar at uh, walmart a gallon of it and if you take a cup of the distilled water and add um, a quarter of a teaspoon of uh, salt a quarter of a teaspoon of uh, baking soda uh, and 
in lukewarm water, tepid water, and then use that. That's all you have to do. You can learn how to, it's, it's kind of a, a learning curve to doing nasal irrigation because you basically want to run the water on one, through one nostril and then you have to keep your tongue positioned in the back of your throat to keep the water from going down your throat. And you want it to go around the nasal bridge and out the other nostril. Mm -hmm. So it takes a little practice, but I've seen even little kids can do it. And so that's a, a, a thing that is very healthy. So this will reduce your risk of having problems like the uh, Omicron virus, variant. Right. Right. Or any but, of these things. It, it increases your immune system, does it? it? Well, it helps that, and it also just cleans out your nose. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, but I think that um, nasal irrigation um, is, is not something that I thought of. It's been around a long time. Neti pots have been around and used hundreds of years. But uh, years ago, uh, an allergist that I was, I was attending a lecture that uh, he had done some fairly extensive studies looking at uh, nasal lavage for allergy uh, protection, and it's very effective. Um, it's very helpful. Now, is it safer to use uh, where you just let it flow through your nose? Because I know they have some advertised now that have a pump that pumps it through your nose, uh, or, or I, I guess something similar to a water pick. Well, Waterpick sells a nasal adapter, and that's what I like. I think that's that's uh, really a good one. But you can use just a neti pot, which basically just it lets it flow. Mm -hmm. And anything helps. Uh, you know, uh, I kind of like a lot of pressure on water, whether you're taking a shower or you're washing your car. And uh, you know, so you but, can't hurt yourself with the pressure. No, no, no. And okay. and you can adjust a Waterpick so that it. It, it doesn't feel too uncomfortable. You can adjust the pressure. Very good. We're talking today about uh, coronavirus and some of the effects of it and the Omicron variant, which is what's spreading across the nation and around the world, really. Uh, that's what we have now. You're saying this is sort of like a mild cold, and this may be the thing that brings an end to coronavirus as we know it today. The, the disease that's feared today right i think that you know right now the cdc has published conflicting information which is not a shock the cdc is very conflicted but regarding the prevalence of omicron in the um uh, covid19 uh, occurrences in america today and just a couple of weeks ago, they were saying it was 78% of the COVID. Then we saw another report that it's closer to 53%. Uh, I think it's probably regional and, it's, and it varies. But we can sort of tell by clinically what we're seeing. And clinically, what I'm seeing now is a lot of infection that's not serious. Are these people going to the hospital? Are they causing needed operations to be delayed because the hospitals are full? Is it creating issues like that? It, it, it is creating those issues, but it's a complex formula because basically staffing in hospitals is low. They just can't find enough people. Uh, the nurses are being overworked. Uh, it's very difficult for them. And when you have older people that have comorbid conditions, 
they're still at risk. But the number of deaths that occur with Omicron is significantly less than with Delta. And, you know, but there will be people who end up in the hospital, just like there are with flu. I mean, influenza every year kills people. And, you know, and we accept that as a given. We don't change our schools. We don't change our uh, air flight rules. We don't change the military. We don't change anything because of flu. We just go on about our business. Now we start looking at some of the history of the flu. And 1912, the Spanish flu took many, many lives. Here in Murfreesboro, the cemetery, Evergreen Cemetery, uh, you can look all the markers. It's full of people who died of the Spanish flu. That's 1912. 1918, the influenza pandemic, uh, just six years later. Did those diseases, were they similar to coronavirus and did they fade away with something like this Omicron variant? But and in essence, I guess they didn't fade away because we still take flu shots. Well, we do, but f that flu variant was especially pathogenic. It, it made a lot of people sick. And what happened naturally is that infection attenuated. It decreased over time with no treatment. And it became the regular flu that we have today. And most people who've had flu, that I'll see patients that say, oh, I had flu in 1978. They remember it because flu is, is really, it's a bad sickness. And people who have a, a bad case of influenza, uh, they feel like they're going to die. I mean, it's, it's bad. They're in bed usually a week. They're running a temperature of 103, 104. They can't eat. They lose 10 or 15 pounds. You know, they feel bad. Influenza still can do that. And if you're older, you're more likely to die from influenza. And I can remember when I was taking care of, uh, as medical director of one of the nursing homes in the area uh, back in the 1990s, we had influenza go through, and we lost 60 people. 60? Wow. It didn't even make the news, you know, because they caught influenza. They were transferred to the hospital. They went on respirators, and we, we lost 60 people from influenza in, in one facility. And so, but we don't think about it because those are things that we accept as risks of living, and we understand influenza, influenza can be a bad illness. COVID is caused by SARS-CoV-2, a coronavirus. Coronavirus, we have five of them that are endemic in the population that causes colds. We, we know they're there, they've been there. They mutate so much, they've never been able to develop a vaccine for the common cold. That is a coronavirus that causes the common cold. And we've never been able to make a vaccine for it because it changes too much. And only with the pressure of this new um, COVID-19 induced by SARS-CoV-2 was the pressure there by governments and financially to develop um, treatments. 
we still, even the, the vaccines we use, we call them vaccines. They're treatments that are, have an emergency use authorization. That is totally different than a certified vaccine. We have drugs that are used as vaccines that have emergency use authorization. In the past, it would have never gotten to this point with the severity of illness that we're seeing today. The severity of illness we saw two years ago is what precipitated that emergency use. And I think that right now, it's, there's a huge conflict among a lot of uh, serious scientists who feel that, you know, as we are talking about vaccinating and boosting kids, that there's a great deal of concern about that, whether that's appropriate or not. And I don't know if you saw in the news this week where the teachers union in Chicago voted to go to at-home uh, school again for their 350,000 students uh, because the teachers were afraid. And at the same time, in Rhode Island, they changed their rules to where you can even come to work if you test positive for COVID. So just it, it, it makes no sense. Yeah. One is right and one is wrong, or you know, and, and maybe maybe they're neither one wrong. I I don't know, but you know, I saw at Mayo Clinic where they just uh, fired seventy eight hundred employees because they wouldn't take the vaccine. It's hard to tell what to do these yes. days. Yes, and I mean, and so I think the risk. You know, I'm vaccinated. I've, I've been vaccinated, I've, I've been boosted, uh, I'm fine. I didn't have any problem with the vaccine or the booster. Uh, I've encouraged a lot of people to get it, especially people who are at risk. It's hard for me to encourage people to get a vaccine when they're at very, very low risk and the virus that is being transmitted in the community is not very pathogenic. And so, I think that, you know, mandating a vaccine is out of line. I, I think people can evaluate their own relative risk and decide whether they should be vaccinated or not. Uh, I feel like that the Supreme Court now is looking at this, and so we'll see how they decide, because I suspect in the next two or three weeks they'll have a ruling on it, and so we'll see. We'll be watching for that. Our guest this morning, Dr. Dan Rudd. We're talking about the Omicron variant. We're going to pause for just a moment. It's getting rough out there. Brian Barrett hopefully is uh, standing by. I think he has some updates on some areas to definitely avoid. I tell you, it's, it's just stay at home if you can. We'll be right back. We're live at Adams Place. Dan Rudd is our guest this morning. Henry and I love Adam's Place. We do enjoy the book reviews and we play cards a lot. Play hand and foot and I've learned to play bridge since I've been here and that's been a lot of fun and we play billiards. I would encourage my friends to come to Adam's Place because that Adam's Place is the premier facility of this type then it's a good choice. 
It's Discount Mattress end of the year closeout sale. All remaining 2021 mattress inventory is priced at or below cost to make room for new arrivals. With over 25 models to choose from, Discount Mattress is sure to have the right bed for you. Discount Mattress is locally owned and operated and has been serving Middle Tennessee since 2001. Come see us at 1647 Northwest Broad Street. That's next to Pinnacle Bank and LexPro Automotive. All in-stock mattresses available for same-day pickup or delivery. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. From News Radio WGNS, it's your Snow Patrol Report. Time right now, 9.37. Well, for those who have to travel outside of Rutherford County, and if you have to get on the interstate, I would advise you first look at the Smartway T-Dot map before you go anywhere. I've got that pulled up right now, and uh, basically all the interstates are showing red when normally they would show green. In other words, there is a lot of slow-moving traffic, which of course is a good thing when it's this when it's this bad outside. You got to drive slow when it's this bad outside. But there are multiple accidents all along I-24. 840 has got a few as well. Interstate 40. They've got a lot of accidents on 40, all in the Middle Tennessee area. We had a phone call earlier this morning, somebody asking, well, is it safe to drive to Chattanooga? At that point, when you looked at the TDOT maps, it showed orange and some red areas going up to the Beach Grove exit on 24, headed towards Chattanooga. Now it's going past the Beach Grove exit, and now the roads are you know, covered in snow, not only in Rutherford County, but also now going all the way into Coffee County, into Manchester, that direction. And it's going to continue to flow that direction all throughout the morning and the afternoon. We're going to see a lot more snow definitely before the day's end. As far as closings go, as you already know, all the schools are closed. But in addition to schools being closed, businesses are starting to say, we're not going to be open today either. The most recent Redstone Federal Credit Union, their Murfreesboro branches will be closed today. Chick-fil-A, Old Fort Parkway, and Memorial Boulevard closed today. Mid-South Sewing on River Rock Boulevard closed today. Smile Doctors, their orthodontic offices will be closed today. As far as the government goes... All branches of the Rutherford County Library System are closed today. Smyrna Planning Commission meeting canceled tonight, rescheduled to January 13th. Smyrna Parks, all their facilities are closed today. Town Hall, Smyrna closed. Murfreesboro Solid Waste has only a limited collection service today. Murfreesboro Transit, you know, the Rover bus not operating today. Murfreesboro City meetings canceled all city meetings canceled today and tonight murfreesboro city court canceled murfreesboro city hall and all murfreesboro facilities 
close today, and they've already announced their close tomorrow as well. That's Murfreesboro City Hall and City of Murfreesboro facilities. Rutherford County Courts. All the court cases that were scheduled today canceled. Rutherford County Courts canceled. Rutherford County offices, all non-essential offices within Rutherford County government, closed today. Time right now, 940. Deputies are currently working at least four injury crashes right now in Rutherford County. Those crashes are on State Route 96 East, which is Las Casas Highway, Interstate 24, the 92-mile marker just past the Buchanan Road exit, Weekly Lane at Fate Sanders, another accident there, Independent Hill Road in West Rutherford County off State Route 96, accident there, also State Route 96 West at Coleman Hill Road, deputies working an accident there as well. Those are all injury crashes. They are also handling several non-injury crashes throughout Rutherford County. One on Cynthia Lane off of Highway 231 South or Shelbyville Highway. Another non-injury crash, Burnt Knob Road near Amaville Road. Also I-24 at the 86 mile marker, that's Joby Jackson Parkway area, but on I-24. Old Nashville Highway at Scenic Drive, there is another accident there. And we will continue to update you all throughout the morning on accidents, on closings, all of that stuff. Just make sure you stay tuned to WGNS all throughout the morning and into the afternoon and then into the evening as well. You can read about the closings and cancellations on our website at WGNSradio.com. Del Wamsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Listen to my show, the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Catch the Del Wamsley Radio Show Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, here on News Radio WGNS. Luxuriously designed, exquisitely detailed, first in its class, corner to corner, a true work of art, capable of going from zero to $300,000 in a few seconds flat. Are we talking about a sports car? Oh no, we're talking about Jumbo Bucks Premium Edition Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. So test drive the new gold standard in instant tickets today. The Tennessee Lottery, game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing, life changing fun. Please play responsibly. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back. We're filling in for Truman, who is under the weather. 
but he actually took the next uh, few days off to, I think, get some snow cream and build a snowman, do some fun things outside. He uh, he probably has his grandkids over in here. They're having fun fun out there today. By the way, if uh, and that's what you ought to be doing today, playing with the kids or grandkids. Don't go out in the roads. Uh, from what we're reading uh, with these bulletins we're getting, uh, those roads are pretty treacherous right now. Stay at home, and if you have to go out, drive slowly and try to find flat areas to drive on. Don't go up and down hills if you can avoid those. Dr. Dan Rudd is our guest this morning. We're talking about the coronavirus. We're hearing some good news about the coronavirus, about the Omicron variant. The good news is it's more like a mild cold. Mild, right? It's, it's, it's not usually deathly unless, unless you have a, a weakened immune system. That's true, Bart. I think that right now there, there are a lot of variables going on at the same time. One of the things is, is that the testing may not be as accurate for the Omicron variant as it was for the variants that we previously dealt with, the Alpha and Delta. Um, we do not even know the likelihood of overall of all the cases in the nation being Omicron versus another. Uh, physicians are not able to order that test. That test is done only through the CDC and it's statistically based on the tests they get in and they try to project the relative occurrence of Omicron in the country. And what I think we're forced to do, what I'm forced to do as a physician, is really look clinically at patients. And a positive test is helpful. But I believe that we're going to see in the future that Omicron frequently will occur and we will have a negative test because it's a different genetic makeup. Uh, I believe that the specificity of the tests that exist today are uh, less than they were. Uh, so we get to the point of saying, okay, what do you do? Uh, you know, if, if you think you, um, if you're sick and you, and you wanna know if you have COVID-19. The um, store-bought tests are pretty good uh, we don't know how good. I can't give you an exact number. But there are definitely people who are positive for COVID, but the test shows negative. And, and I think we have to just accept that's the way tests are. I mean, all tests are not 100% sensitive and 100% specific. Um, and we're finding with Omicron, they're less sensitive and less specific. Is that because Omicron is milder? Um, it's because it's genetically different. And, uh, you know, it's, there are several mutations to the spike protein in Omicron that do not exist in the Alpha and Delta variants. So we're looking at a genetically changed virus. And those changes affect how sensitive the tests are because we're testing the spike protein. And when they test it, they're looking at specific uh, areas of the protein structure. 
and that, that structure is changed by the mutations. And so the tests are not as good. And it's hard to keep up with how fast it's changing. The Omicron came out, it was first discovered really in November in South Africa. And it was noted at that time that the people who got it didn't seem as sick, but they tested positive. And then they did the sequencing that was required of the virus. And they said, okay, this is a new variant. It is the SARS-CoV-2 virus, but it's gen genetically modified and it's, it's a different structure. And they, the first thing they noticed was it seemed to be less pathogenic. It caused less severe illness. And that's really the most helpful thing that I have today to identify that because when I see people today that have um, what looks like COVID, some of them test positive, some of them test negative, um, we're not seeing the severity of illness. Also, we're seeing that the uh, monoclonal antibodies, which at this point we've pretty much used up our supply and we're not getting new monoclonals the monoclonals seem to be less effective in really flipping it over and, and getting people well as we got into more and more Omicron. And it's because the monoclonals were directed against the spike protein of the Alpha and Delta variants. So what do you do if you test positive for coronavirus? Does that mean more than likely you really have Omicron variant, which is still coronavirus? Yeah. But what do you do to get rid of that? Well, the good news is, first of all, don't be afraid. Because the, the Omicron variant is less dangerous than the previous variants. Uh, now, we have to realize that people who are have serious health problems, if they are older, if they are obese, if they have diabetes, cancer, immune system problems, if they're on medications that affect their immune system, you can still get very ill from any upper respiratory infection, whether it's Omicron variant of uh, COVID-19, or whether it's influenza, which still exists, or, or even other viruses. There are other, in other bacteria uh, such as mycoplasma and pneumococcus that can cause very serious infections in people who are prone or who have immune problems. Uh, but if you're an otherwise healthy person and you either test positive for COVID today or you feel like you would test positive if you tested, because we are running into test shortages, uh, the things to do are, uh, you know, stay on your... Um, uh, vitamin C, D, and uh, zinc. Uh, take Tylenol or ibuprofen for fever. Stay hydrated. Rest. And basically under new CDC guidelines, they say five days of quarantine instead of the old 10. If at the end of five days, you're not having symptoms. If you're still sick at the end of five days, then you need to go to 10 days. Uh, but if at the end of five days you feel normal, that you can go back to your regular activities. Some uh, new information. 
that yeah. we're hearing today about the variant, uh, the Omicron variant and coronavirus. Sounds like some positive information, too. We're going to pause for just a moment. Our final segment was just around the corner. Uh, we'll be touching a little more, if you would, on vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. How much of that do we need to take? Do we need to be doing that on a regular basis anyway? We'll find out from Dr. Dan Rudd. We are live here at Adams Place. Stay with us. Winter storm warning is in effect for the forecast area. Periods of snow showers this afternoon. Total daytime accumulation of 3 to 5 inches possible. Cloudy skies and temperatures holding steady. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 28. Premier 6 Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights. Showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline 896-4100 or go see a movie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline 896-4100 or go see a movie.com. Premier 6 on Broad and Jackson Heights. Steered Straight now has two thrift stores. 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard and 903 Mercury Boulevard. We opened up a second store, 903 Mercury Boulevard, which is going to be renamed Martin Luther King Boulevard. And it's furniture and thrift store too. So now we have two stores. Michael DeLeon with Steered Straight Thrift Stores. We have an antique collectible room. A guy came in yesterday and said we had a statue down there from 1964 of Charlie Chaplin. He said, I've been looking for this statue for like 20 years. 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard and 903 Mercury Boulevard. From News Radio WGNS, it's your Snow Patrol Report. Just another reminder, all Rutherford County offices, Murfreesboro City offices, closed today and of course uh, those are just the regular offices murfreesboro police department sheriff's department fire rescue of course all in operation in fact in full swing today to say the least Uh, deputies with the sheriff's department are working multiple crashes right now multiple injury crashes and non-injury crashes as well there's accidents on highway 96 Last Cassis Highway, I-24, the 92-mile marker, Weekly Lane at Fate Sanders, Independent Hill Road in West Rutherford County off of Route 96 West, State Route 96 West at Coleman Hill Road, Cynthia Lane off Highway 231 South, Burnt Knob Road, that area, accident out there near Amaville Road, I-24 near Joby Jackson, another accident, Old Nashville Highway at Scenic Drive, an accident there as well. Rutherford County Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh said that if, if at all possible, stay home today because the roads really are that bad right now throughout Rutherford County and far beyond Rutherford County as well. Uh, Heading into Nashville, the interstate moving at a snail's pace in most areas. And yes, the Highway Patrol is working multiple wrecks on I-24, I-40, I-840, and I-65. So you're talking about a lot of area where there is a lot of dangerous road conditions due to all the snow that literally came suddenly. And it's expected to continue snowing all throughout the morning and into the afternoon. Check our website for the latest at WGNSRadio.com. Time right now, 9.55. We have more of The Truman Show in 30 seconds. 
French's Shoes and Boots, your hometown store for boots, shoes, apparel, and more, is family-owned, and you'll always find friendly service with the lowest prices on the best brands. We know there's nothing worse than a boot that doesn't fit right, so come see us on South Church Street to get a great fitting on high-quality footwear. We've been outfitting Tennessee since 1903. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street in Murfreesboro. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back. We are filling in for Truman, who is out making snowmen today and uh, having a snowball fight with his grandkids. I, I don't know who's going to win. We'll find out. Uh, hopefully he'll be back. The, the weather will be better and the snow will be melted on Monday. And Truman will be back and we'll have to quiz him on how he did with those snowball fights. In the meantime, Dr. Dan Rudd is with us this morning. We're learning about the coronavirus. We're learning that the Omicron variant is a much weaker version but uh, it's something that you still need to be aware of. And you're saying vitamin C, D, and zinc are important. Is this on a regular basis or only if you have the Omicron variant? And if it's on a regular basis, how much of that should we take? Well, Bart, I think we're, we've really come to realize with all the studies that have been done because of um, coronavirus in the pandemic that vitamin D is uh, is really very important in our immune system it helps us to fight infections it helps us to fight off cancer we um, we know vitamin D is more than a vitamin it's it's more like a um, an immune hormone um, the vitamin D levels that can be added to your chemistry profile at your doctor's office should be done I think on everyone when they have their annual exam and what we want to see is a vitamin D level greater than 50 um, and, and really closer to a hundred and so there, it's in um, uh, nanograms per milliliter but the main thing is that you want to look at that number and the number you want to see is over 50 and closer to 100 is better uh, vitamin d is a it's viewed as one of the four fat soluble vitamins a d e and k and we don't normally do levels on those because normally we just have assumed uh, that what we get in our food is fine and our body makes it we know the sun makes it in the skin um, but we're realizing that it actually helps a lot in decreasing the severity of uh, COVID-19 symptoms around the world. And, and I've, several papers have come out showing the importance of it. Um, the vitamin C and zinc are, are also helpful. How helpful? It's hard to quantitate. Uh, but there's evidence that, you know, vitamin C supplements in the range of one to 5,000 milligrams a day. Uh, you know, I take uh, 
personally a, a 2,000 milligrams, 1,000 in the morning, 1,000 at night, and the zinc is 50 milligrams. Uh, the vitamin D supplements that are available are usually in the range of 1,000 to 5,000 to 10,000 units. And what I suggest without having a blood test done if you, is just starting on 5,000 units once a day. Um, the uh, uh, there are prescription vitamin D uh, gel caps that are much higher dose than that, but I think without having a blood test done, uh, the 5,000 is is safe, and it gets your level moving in the right direction. So 5,000 units of vitamin D, once 50 a day. milligrams of zinc, right? Once a day. And, and what about uh, C? The vitamin C that 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 I personally take is a thousand milligrams twice a day. Thousand twice yeah. per day. Yeah. And now there are many people that that go w lots higher than that, but I, I I don't think there's enough evidence to show you you really have any benefit by doing that. Uh, you know, one of the famous vitamin C advocates was Linus Pauling, who uh, you know had had won two Nobel Prizes, but not in nutrition. And so, but he was a huge vitamin C advocate. Uh, and he passed away back, um, I think in the 1990s or something. But he uh, he believed wholeheartedly in vitamin C. I'm not quite that advocate for that. But um, I think that vitamin C, zinc, and vitamin D are all helpful as anti-inflammatory and antiviral uh, agents in our body. I hate to say medications, they're not, but they they help our body fight infections. Now, it's interesting because we're in a society today that, you know, if you haven't been doing this in the past, don't change. Do what your right. grandparents and their parents and on generations back, do what they did. If it's good enough for them, keep doing yeah. it. That's gets us in trouble sometimes. Well, it does, and I think we we don't want to overlook the most obvious things, which are don't smoke. Oh, Smoking yes. is yes. is the worst thing for you. And so, you know, if if I had to say, I mean, way more important than vitamin D or C or zinc, don't smoke. Smoking is toxic. It it causes cancer, it causes uh, vascular disease, which causes strokes, heart attacks, kidney failure. I mean, if, if we had to look at what's the most important thing to not do, it's don't smoke. Now, of course, vaping is okay, isn't it? No, well, it's like, yeah, well, you're, you're pulling my leg there. But, you know, Because that's what kids say. But, but vaping, unfortunately, it involves a solution that can have anything in it. Oh yes. I yes. mean, you we you don't know what you're doing when you put a chemical in a vapor and vape it. I mean, you could buy something, but if you're using a friends, you could have an opiate in there. You could have nicotine in there. You could have any number of fruity flavored things in there. You know, the the best thing is don't smoke. Cigarettes or vaping, either one. Uh, they're not good for you. But you are saying that instead of multivitamins, we're better off going to vitamin D, C, and zinc. The multivitamins 
are extremely cautious and put in low quantities, low amounts of all the vitamins. It's almost like just placebo doses hmm. of, of vitamins. They're very low doses. They're based on RDA estimates of what we should take, which are really low estimates. It's trying to come up with something that won't, that's made for everybody. And I think, you know, we know that individualized um, uh, treatments are better. We just haven't had the a way and the knowledge to identify really any benefit for things. And vitamin D has come into its own in the last 10 years. Uh, when I was in medical school, our nutrition classes were limited and very poor. And we're learning so much more now than we did. But it's, it's like we know that people need specific things as an individual. It's learning how to measure that. And, and we're still learning. We'll put this uh, on our podcast sheet on our website, by the way, so if you didn't get it all written down about vitamin D, C, and zinc, you'll find it on our podcast sheet on WGNSradio.com. But I guess the good news, if you want to walk away with some good news on today's show, Omicron variant may be the light at the end of the tunnel. It may very well be the attenuated virus that will act to create herd immunity and help SARS-CoV-2 become the endemic virus that the other coronaviruses are. So I'm very hopeful, I'm not fearful, and I expect good news to come. Wow, I love that, I love that. that that's the way to, even though it's snowing outside, there is your sunshine for the day. Right. Dr. Dan Rudd, we thank you for joining us here at Adams Place. Great to be here, Bart, and uh, send our uh, best to Truman and hope he uh, wins the snowball fight. Absolutely. Well, we're going to go uh, play snowball and do a little sledding ourselves. May, may slide home. <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> All of you drive carefully uh, if you drive Better yet, don't drive. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, have a good day. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.